and we are live with the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Nicholas Pavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson and Grayson Sheepy G. Moreno. And guys, we have a reoccurring guest here on the All Gas No Break Sports Show. Sean Mulligan is here with us today as we will be discussing this week's upcoming NFL Draft on Thursday. We will be talking about the big breaking news that happened just yesterday with Aaron Rodgers. And we will also be looking into some of the storylines going in to this week's NFL Draft. Sean, we'd like, yeah, we'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you for coming back. Our first uh, two-time guest now. Now I'm 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 happy. Not only am I your first guest of all time, I'm your first two-time guest of all time. This is great. All right, we gotta yeah. go for the three-peat next time now. The three-peat. Oh uh, yeah, that that uh, that should happen around uh, what is it? What is it? Training camp time or whatever could, you all do your. It could uh, be. Next, it could be next week. It could be next week. Or next week. Oh. You know, we'll see what happens. I know Grayson's uh, enjoying the fact that you're here again with us. Oh, it's fantastic. It's always a good time. I, I think this has the potential to be even worse than that fight between McShay and Kuiper Jr. on that uh, on the draft show a couple of years ago. Well, as Shaw likes the term, he, he you know, asked a couple months ago to be on this specific show because he, quote-unquote, wants to be our Mel Kuiper Jr. for this NFL mock draft that we're going to be doing later on the show. So we'll be interested to see if there will be some fights. If I had to put money on it, absolutely there will be some big-time discussion, especially with Grayson and Sean at some point during this show. But before we can get into anything big with the NFL draft, we have to talk about the news that happened just yesterday. The Aaron Rodgers story is finally over. He has finally been traded to the New York Jets. And in that trade, the New York Jets get Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15, pick number 170. The Green Bay Packers get pick number 13, pick number 42, pick 207, and a conditional second-round pick in 2024 that could become a first-round pick in next year's draft if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the plays with the Jets, which most likely will happen barring an injury. At the end of the day, guys, Overall, who do you think wins this trade? Uh, Green Bay. I'm going to say right now, I'll say the Jets. But in the future, I'm going with the Packers. I think they absolutely fleece the Jets. Okay. Yeah, the I... Jets did all of this to go eight and nine. <laughs> That's, foul. That's foul. Pretty much. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Um. Yeah. I, right now, I'd agree it's the Jets, but I I don't know, man. The Packers drafting has not been. Amazing. They don't have a great history, I feel like, in the last, I'd say, what, seven seven years of drafting? I think ever since Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like... It's been tough. So Especially the, in, the, in the first round. The first say. round. That That's more of what they I meant. Get yeah. the occasional, they get occasional gems in the yeah, later Yeah, of course, rounds. occasional. Yeah. But, like, you know, if they're projected, probably get two first-round picks. And do you like expect you, either like one of them to be Like, you make them seem great? like they're the Cleveland Browns of drafting. Uh, no one could be worse. Better? No one could be worse than the Cleveland Browns or the, or the Las Vegas Raiders. Those are the two worst teams ever yeah, drafted. But they gotta be in the top like ten I don't know. worst. Like no, no, you can't go off of one round. You can't really go off of one. Well, I'm talking I know, like purely first rounds. Like they haven't uh, a true first rounder. I feel like in a while. I mean, listen, if Jordan Love pans out, then you're not. We're not really making the same argument. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not actually convinced that Jordan Love will wind up being the quarterback of this team long term. I oh, can see no, them crossing their two first round. No, 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 not this draft. Next He's year, I can draft. see them depending on how depending on yeah. how the season plays out next year and how Jordan Love plays out. I can see them flipping those two picks to jump up to grab one of the 
many quarterbacks. It's supposed to be in a loaded quarterback draft next year. Drake May, Caleb Williams. Yeah. We all know that time is a flat circle. So around 2037, we'll be having this conversation of Jordan Love going to the Jets. <laughs> time is a flat circle. Please, no. I, 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 think, for, no, that's a I fact. think for me, my only concern is, is that the Denver Broncos had the same thing last year of Russell Wilson. And look how their mm-hmm. season turned out. It was a really big disaster. If well, I'm they the didn't Jets, let him cook. They didn't let him cook. That's that's fair. I, I'm only concerned is that the Jets have to figure out to avoid that situation, especially Nathaniel Hackett, who gets another opportunity now as the OC as the Jets. He gets Aaron Rodgers once again. You have to believe with the playmakers the Jets have, they'll be a solid team going into the season. But I'm just worried that knowing the Jets' luck, it could go all downhill from here. That's definitely fair. <laughs> Can't really fight that. I mean, you're potentially giving up what? Only, you're only, they're only losing one first round pick. Well, if the, he plays. So basically, at the end of the day, they traded down, right? Right. So the the Jets moved down two picks. They gave up their second round pick. They gave up a sixth round pick, and they gave up a conditional second that becomes a first next yeah. year if Rodgers plays. So they gave up a first and a second and traded down. Yeah. yeah, the spot. I feel like it's hard for the Jets to fully lose this deal, though, with that scenario. They get something that they haven't had, at least something hopefully competent in quarterback. Like, Uh, it's a huge upgrade over Zach Wilson. Well, yeah. I don't think they've had a competent quarterback ever, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, and that includes uh, Joe Namath. People talk about Joe Namath. He's the biggest fraud of all time. He wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. If he didn't guarantee a win in Super Bowl three, if they lose that Super like, Bowl to the Colts, you mean, he's not even in the Hall of Fame. It's funny you mean if he didn't sell his soul to the devil, which is why they won. It's That's really funny because we've had Sean twice yes. now on the show, and this same conversation has come up now twice. <laughs> I mean, any What's, opportunity to get the shitting on Joe, Joe Namath is, over, is overrated. He's insanely overrated. No, I know. I'm just saying it's funny how like you've been on the show now twice, and the same conversation oh, yeah, once again yeah. has come up. Oh. Oh, absolutely. And I know for a fact, I love my grandfather. He's rolling around in his grave right now. He's a huge guy. But man is insanely overrated. That's true. That's fair. Now, the next question I have that regards this trade is, how does it really impact this upcoming draft on Thursday? Now, with obviously the Packers moving up two slots in the first round, the Jets now essentially moving out or moving down in the first round. Now they don't have a second round pick. And they might not have a first-round pick next year, depending on how many snaps Rodgers plays. So how does this in really impact this upcoming draft on Thursday in the oh. first round? Well, uh, I could actually give you a full analysis. So the Jets were going to pick 13, right? Yep. Now they're picking 15. So that means uh, instead of the 13th pick uh, having a season-ending injury in training camp, it's going to be the 15th oh my pick God. having a season-ending <laughs> injury in training camp. Uh, no faith. He's a Patriots fan. What do you expect? I uh, you know I, that's fair. I mean, listen, it, it kind of helps the Patriots in a sense for his standpoint because it, they get to now pick a player ahead of the Jets that maybe they could want because the Patriots are looking at all fit to tackle just like the Jets are. So I just whatever we do, I hope we just do it in of the Jets. That's that's all I hope. I, I'll be quite honest. I, I think this gives this this could give Bill even more reason to trade out of that pick. And Bill is a huge guy to trade. He's not scared to trade down, up, yep. whatever. I could see him. I could see him taking a king's ransom to trade out of there. Someone who's trying to jump up above the Jets 
potentially to draft. I'm not going to give away my secrets right now, but to draft a guy that I think that they're going to pick at that spot. Yeah. Um, then being that as a man, now let's go into some of the bigger storylines that are going into this draft. Obviously, we have this news breakdown, so that just added to the storylines going into the draft as it is. One of the bigger storylines that I'm looking at is realistically, we kind of know maybe where the Carolina Panthers go at one. We know they're going to take a quarterback. Question maybe of who it is, we don't know yet. But uh, according to an anonymous post on r slash, yeah, I don't believe that. Will Levis, I what don't. do you mean? I was, I couldn't, they locked do it. Not bro. believe why would, what, why would bro, Vegas lock the pick, bro? Just don't, I, I don't, I don't to, care to piggyback off Johnson for a second. I was yeah. listening to Craig Carton and Evan Roberts on the way home, loved them, uh, from work. And Craig did say today that the uh, there was some, I think it was Twitter. Uh, the general manager and the head coach that seemed to be uh, uh, where the general manager went into the head coach and asked him who he wanted to pick, and they told him, and apparently it's locked in. They had the guy that apparently they're going to pick. They didn't say who it was, but, you know, it's apparently they have their quarterback picked already. I I just can't – listen, Levis, I, people have their – can say what they want about Levis, whether you like him or hate him. I just can't. I just find it hard to believe that Bryce Young wouldn't be the first quarterback taken. Well, this may be easier. Do you see if a Carolina Panther is making a big mistake? That's well. Th- this is remember. You got to remember what they gave up in this deal with the Bears. This is a franchise changing. Yeah, this is a franchise chasing. You know, changing pick. They have to make the right pick here and need to assure themselves that this guy, whoever they take at number one, is going to make them better in the long run. So they really cannot afford to screw it up. If they're looking for, not for the next Tim Couch. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, I still think Tim Couch got a bad rep because he was going into a, a team that just came back in the Cleveland Browns, to, to be fair. I, but I, I have gone on record Cleveland Cleveland screwed that in a big way. They should have taken McNabb with the first pick, but that's semantics. Besides the point, yeah. Um, the biggest storyline I see now realistically after that is the Houston Texans at pick number two. I think that's where this draft starts to get a lot interesting because they could go a lot of ways with this draft. They could trade down from that slot. They could take their new their new starting quarterback. But there's been rumors that they might take a defensive player at number two. Obviously, with D'Amico Ryans, their new head coach there. There is a lot of big-time rumors that maybe it's Will Anderson going at pick number two in this draft. And it really could start a big-time, you know, I, I, I don't know the exact word I would want to put for it, but it could start a domino effect of what could happen as the picks go on, because that really could screw up a lot of boards, but it could also help some teams that are looking for a quarterback down the rest, you know, the rest of the board, maybe get one as the draft goes on. But Houston also has a second pick, don't they? They do have 12. So they could easily yes, get another, they, they could get a quarterback I mean, at 12. That's a possibility. Outside the top two, like I could see either Richardson or Levis falling to the mid, like it could be any of them. It could be Stroud too. Uh, yeah, I think I think that uh, what what is that test called again? I'm sorry, the Wonderlick. No, 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 yeah. no, no. He he's talking about the um, the CS two. Uh, yeah, test. I know Thank exactly you. what you're talking about. Yeah, like after those, he scored results. like an 18% on it. It was like one of the yeah. worst scores you could possibly. Yeah, no, get. this guy's actually functionally like stupid. Like he is like what he went to Ohio State. What? Remember that? Was this was was this test to replace the Wonderlick? Yes. Yes. Uh. Yes, so Bryce Young as, scored a 98, so by the way. 
So yeah. it's just as stupid of a test then. Well, no, because my guy scored a 98, and the guy I don't like scored an 18, so it's a good test. <laughs> yeah, 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 but stay with me for a second. This is the same, this is the same kind of test that, that Dan Marino essentially failed and based off that alone, he should have been the worst quarterback ever to come into the, the NFL. And turns out that the, he's the best. The test, and, then, the test and, and I hate S two cognition test, by the way. And I hate and I hate saying this about this next guy, but Ryan Fitzpatrick scored a perfect score and was just a middle of the road, you know, journeyman. I yeah, love, but here's, I the, love here's, here's, but here's but, the difference between know. the two careers. Ryan Fitzpatrick, even like he's a beloved football quarterback that got paid, where Dan Marino was an idiot who stayed with the Dolphins his, his entire career. So no, that's where that's that, that idiot being loyal. He's he's also the same idiot that 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 beat your asses in New England into the ground for was eighteen years. Uh, as the great Charles, uh, as great Shaquille O'Neal said to Charles Barkley, rings Ernie. <laughs> how many rings did the did the Patriots have in his in Dan Marino's career? Yeah, and how the same amount as Dan Marino, bro. By the Cowboys, that's, but, yeah. uh, you got that, uh, unfortunately yeah. he's got to beat right. there because Dan Marino didn't win anything right. either. Got, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. He you're went right. to Pitt. No one cares about Dan Marino. Anyway, um, the next biggest thing I have looking forward to the draft. We know there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. There's obviously the top four. There's a potential chance that a fifth quarterback could be taken in the first round, and that is Tennessee's quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Now, there's obviously issues with him coming off of the big ACL injury, and he's already 25 years of age. So that's what teams are kind of deferring away from him. But there is rumors that he could go in the first round. Teams like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are looking at him, the Washington Commanders, Minnesota Vikings, maybe. I would be that was another thing I think we have to keep a monitor at. Going into Thursday, there's a potential chance that five quarterbacks go in the first round. That'd be funny. Uh, uh, I, I think like five quarterbacks early. will go. Really? Okay. Wow. I, I was I was thinking Hooker's like a I early, early second, round second pick. Yeah, like honestly, maybe, maybe I agree second. with Sean. I think it's I a just, possibility. I, I, what it hinges on again is what Nick said. If if yeah. if Will Anderson goes at two. There will definitely be five quarterbacks in the first round, a hundred percent, because someone will jump up and try to take that pick from Arizona. Yep, true. And you got to look at the Minnesota Vikings, one of the teams I talked about with Hooker. They're not right now, not really into contract negotiations with Kirk Cousins. That could be a sign that maybe they're looking to get a new quarterback. Hendon Hooker could just be that guy. So I don't know if that's where they will go with it. That could be a possibility as the draft looms more and more. There is a strong possibility that Hooker does get taken in the first round. That's just crazy to me. I, well, he was going to be a bona fide first rounder until the injury. So, yeah, but an ACL injury just for his no, age, it, 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 I mean, it kills. I, I get what you're saying. Like, but it's an ACL injury in 2023, not 1983. No, no, agreed. But I'm saying for his game specifically, like he uses a lot of legs, man. <sighs> He relies on his legs. Well, listen, we're going to be drafting, so it would be very interesting to see where we would go with it if someone maybe does take Hendon Hooker in in the mock that we're going to be doing. We'll have to see if someone does do that. The final storyline that I have going into this NFL draft, and it's kind of a big one that's determining where this guy could go, either maybe top 10, you know, mid the, you know, maybe the mid 20s. 
That's Bijan Robinson, who a lot of people know has generational talent. It could be a really star-studded running back in the NFL, but not a lot of people know where he could potentially go in this draft. I, you know, I've seen people mock him in the in the top ten, in the you know the, in the teens, even in the twenties, maybe even to potentially falling out of the first round sometimes, which I don't really see a possibility that that happening, but. Being that as it may, where do you guys, you know, I don't know if it's going to really spoil what maybe we'll be doing for the mock draft, but where do you guys potentially see Bijan going in like in like certain round? Like, do you see him in the top 10 or do you see him falling into the 20s? I'm going to say between 10 to 20. That's my okay. guess. Uh, yeah, that's a fair assessment. If he goes in the top 10, I'll be really surprised because he I, has no business going in the top I 10. I think of this the draft. teams that in the top 10 that would take it would be Atlanta or Philly. Yeah, it's stupid to take. The them. Atlanta thing is just mind blowing to me, but I, I just don't. I personally just don't like taking a running back in the top fifteen. Like you could find quality running backs in your late first, second round. There's I, there's two good running backs in this draft. Bijan's obviously the best, the best of the core, but Jameer Gibbs from Alabama is also a solid running back. That is another guy that could potentially go in the first round too. Yeah, I mean it's it's possible. I just I feel like to draft a running back early is just there's other positions that I'd rather fill over yeah. a huh. position like running back. Yeah, l- listen, if you're a team like the Bills, maybe per, for example, yeah, like the need, Bills makes sense needed to me. that badly. Yeah, then yeah, but like the Falcons makes zero sense to me. No, they like, have yeah, a lot. Of, I, they have a lot of defensive needs. You have a ton they of do, needs they don't have running back either. A running back. But you still, you could still find a like oh, a jer- an average running back, and you'll be okay. Like you're not going to uh-huh. go out there and win a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say that this is a deep running back class because it, it probably isn't. But it's not a terrible running back class. I'd say, after, that, I'd say after the top, I, I think two, I, it's tough. I, 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 yeah, but I don't think that you need to jump out of your skin because just because Buffalo needs a running back. They don't need to go wild because I think no, that there's a lot of value later on in the draft. You oh, got to remember, true. Buffalo needs linebacker after losing Tremaine Edmonds this offseason. They're going to need corner depth as well and interior no, offensive line too. So they don't, you're right. They don't have to jump at running back per se. I would say that's their last missing weapon. Right. Offensively, back. yeah. And, yeah. Like, but again, I personally don't like drafting running backs in the first round or early in the first round for sure. No, that, that's... I just think it's a waste of a pick. No, it's completely fair. Like, as much as it could help your team, unless you're a team that just went had a really good year the year before and then had a shit year, and now you're drafting early on, or you have a pick from somebody else that was bad, I just don't see it being worth it. Like, yeah. you draft a running back, it doesn't bring you anything. Like, I don't know. I'd uh, I, don't, edge I don't. Yeah, I don't totally disagree. Like I'd rather I have an edge rusher. Of, I kind of disagree. I'd rather have an edge rusher or a tackle or offensive line in general. Like corner. Like these are positions that I would rather draft because at the end of the day, it's harder to find a middle of the road corner to be able to produce for you. Where uh, you could find a middle of the road running back that could get the job done. I, I, I corners another position. I really don't. Maybe it's because of uh, Eli Apple. I, I, uh, I don't God. like taking a corner. 
I don't like taking a corner early oh, in the draft. I hate, it's, I, hate it's, 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 <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's where the Giants going with the first round. Uh, no, no, I'm sure they are because this 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 may be the exception to that. In that, I, I think this is one of the most the, the deeper. Yeah, it's a very good hundred percent in a couple of years. Which, which again is why I, I really don't think the Giants the Giants need to just go best available. Yeah, I, I agree. I with think that. that's where this entire trip is. They go wild. That's how I feel like the draft is going to be the entire night. I don't think it's going to be necessarily what your team needs fully. Like, some teams will be in that aspect. This could just be a draft where, yeah, you know what? There's a guy that's fallen. Let's just take best player available and just take him. Like, why Why not? I feel like this. that's what yeah, the entire yeah. draft is going to be on Thursday. Yeah. But you know what? The sad part is we could say this all we want, but who the fuck knows? We don't know. But <laughs> now... Well, we now before we go into the next part of our show, is there any other storylines that I'm particularly missing that we didn't really talk, you know, cover? Or, um, I mean, I have one, but yeah, probably Jalen Carter. <laughs> like, yeah, that guy was a a top three pick. Lock. He was if the Bears like, were still a one, he was going to be the number one pick. Yeah, like, I I, 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 mean, I don't I disagree with that. I still think I he think, goes top I ten, think even. I think he will go top ten, but I still think if the if the Bears stayed at one, didn't trade out, whatever yeah, they would have got Will I Anderson. Think Jaylen, I think Jalen Carter. I think they were hundred percent. They would have won Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. I think Jalen Carter has soured a lot of people. Me personally, oh, and yeah, I've said no. this: if if I was a general manager, he's off my board, and not just because of the car thing. I, I've seen him play on Sundays. He's a dog. He doesn't. He's a dog. Period. He he doesn't have that that kind of work ethic that, and I know not everybody's Lawrence Taylor or or uh, Deacon Jones or Reggie White, but he doesn't have that killer instinct like those guys have. Right. That's fair. No, I mean, yeah. but he's a he's great on the inside, man. He stuffs. He's a he's a great talent. Don't get me wrong. I just can't I can't look past. And maybe I've been it's because I've been a Giants fan my whole life. And character is everything. I can't look past the character issues. I can't look past how he played on Saturdays. And I absolutely hate Drew Rosenhaus. So not the self show will not be point. taking any player that is represented by Drew Rosenhaus. In this uh, I, I have no idea who's who's represented or not by Drew Rosenhaus, but oh, I okay. despise Drew Rosenhaus. He's, he's, he is the Scott <laughs> Boris of NFL. And I hate Scott Boris too. That's fair. And, and don't get me wrong, the Mets have the Mets have had plenty of Scott Boris clients. They probably have some now. And I think they do. The last Scott Boris client really seemed to piss me off. But that's another that's another story for another day. That's fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, I just think Jalen Carr's talent is just out of this world, and it's it's the fact of his whole. Issue, I guess I'll put it. Um, definitely hurt his strap stock. Like we'll, we'll have to see where he goes. It's it's hurt I, I, coming in. I mean, I also got a problem with you know you come out and I'm not going for an interview with anybody outside of the top ten. Are you kidding me? Like, there's only 32 teams in the NFL, so you you're essentially saying I don't want to interview. For what is it like seventy percent of the teams? What what are you doing? That's uh, that's fair too. It's just uh, 
don't know, man. It, some people are just cocky like that. Well, we could see where he'll go on Thursday, but we'll have to see where he goes in this next part of the segment, which is going to be the very first ever All Gas No Break Sports Show mock draft. What we're going to be doing on the show is we're all yes. going to be a GM for certain teams. Three of us have eight teams. One of us, which is Grayson, unfortunately has seven teams, and that is due to the fact that the Miami Dolphins had their pick forfeited due to their tampering out, uh, you know, accusations. I shouldn't say accusations. It was proven that they were tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton, so they lost their first-round draft pick this year. So they there will only be 31 first-round draft picks this season, and we will all be picking for these teams and be our own GM and see where the draft could go. Now, there is one wrinkle to it. We will not be doing trades in this mock draft just because of time constraints. So we will keep the draft order as it is currently you know, formatted. But we obviously do know there will be some trades on round one. So there is going to be obviously some discussions as the picks goes on as to, you know, could this team trade down and what team could trade up? Well, you know, we'll obviously talk about it. But at the end of the day, we'll decide what that team is probably going to go with if they were to stay at their pick potentially. I, I think you're being nice, Nick. I know the real reason why he gave Grayson seven teams, and that's because of his love affair with West Virginia. So, you know, you could put that out there. It, it, no, it's all it, because it was, of West Virginia. It, it literally was – Johnson can attest because he watched me do the random wheel that I usually do for the all-time drafts. It landed on – when I did. I was up to Grayson, it landed on the Dolphins. That's just That was just how the wheel uh, went. I can confirm that. The, so I'm just supposed the, the universe the telling wheel, him he's getting seven the, teams. The, well, that's because the universe knows that West Virginia sucks. Oh, yeah. Coming from the Syracuse fan. Woof. Real hot. Real hot, baby. Hey, listen. Listen, we're get off Syracuse. Hey, full game. We are in the game. same boat. You didn't have one. We, we did. Screw you. Boat. I don't care. You still suck. Yeah. We still 100%. suck. It's okay. I yeah, dealt with He's it. not wrong. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's get down to business and start this mock draft. I... Somehow, some way, have gotten the first two picks of the draft. Somehow, some way, Johnson could back up. How? I can confirm that he did get. And they were, they were pretty far it was apart a, too. It was. It was like the Panthers were literally one of the last teams on the no, board. The Panther was the the Panthers were the, the it was the last team on the board. Yeah, it just like, works like that. Um. So what we're gonna do is I have PFF open on my screen and Johnson's screen as well. We're gonna be drafting along and you know keeping eye of what we have done in this draft. And we will see how many picks we potentially get right. And we'll have to go back off of this from next week's show and the recap and see how we did and how the draft overall went. So with that said, the first overall pick, yes, there's been rumors that Will Levis could go here. I don't really see it happening. I'm going to take Bryce Young from Alabama going number one to the Carolina Panthers. They made the trade with the Bears to get the number one pick for a quarterback. I think Bryce Young is that quarterback that they take, and he'll be the new starting quarterback for Carolina this upcoming season. I, I don't hate the pick. I'm just not – I just haven't been sold on Bryce Young. And not that yeah, he's going to play the game. He's a talented football player, no doubt. His measurables have me scared. He's yeah. short and he's undersized. Now, people are going to say, oh, Kyler Murray is short. Kyler Murray, Murray sucks. over 200 pounds. He's built like a baseball player. He was a baseball player. This guy is not built – to take these hits. I think at some point he is going to have severe injury concerns. No, that's fair. That's fair. 
And like, and by the way, guys, also, if whoever whoever's making the pick, we could also give like how we just did there. We could just give our Chris the you know, critique just, on how each pick goes, and you know who you yeah, would. Yeah, but you forget that Bryce Young was coached by the greatest coach in the history of college football. So yeah, all that other he's bullshit, he's got a it. really good quarterbacks. Yeah. He's got it up here. You can also say, head. by the way, what pick you would have taken at this spot if you were in that position, if you want to. Uh, I, I think. I'm not, and this has nothing to do with Ohio State, and I, I you know, I have, have, uh, I've, ex- I've excluded myself from Ohio State, but I, I had taken C.J. Stroud at that point. I agree. I think he fits his, he fits more to the pro game than, than Bryce Young does. To be honest with you, Absolutely. I, sure. I would have liked to have taken another quarterback there, but I, I don't know if I'm ready for these fireworks with John, with, with Grayson yet. I, I, I happen to believe oh, if you think I happen you to believe Go ahead. I happen to believe that Will Levis is the best quarterback in this draft. I agree. Well we'll 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 save that for when Hands we'll, down. we'll save that for when Will wow. Levis gets picked. Will but Levis is a smart We're gonna talk about fireworks. And he's big enough to do it. We're gonna talk about fireworks. How about this next pick coming up to Houston, Texas? And I've already alluded to earlier how this draft could really create a domino effect about what Houston does with the second overall pick. And I'm going to stick with my gut what I did said months ago, that the Houston Texans are not taking a quarterback for pick number two. They're going to go with Will Anderson from Alabama at pick number two, defensive end. I You've got a defensive-minded head coach there. You want to build that defense just like you did in years previous with Jadavion Clowney and J.J. Watt. I think they do that with Will Anderson at pick number two. Quick, someone take the Alabama right. safety. So we have three Alabama players. So I'll go one, two, three. <laughs> no, I, 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 I like this pick. I like this pick. Again, I said this earlier. If Chicago had stayed at one, he'd have been the first player off the board. He's just such a good talent. He, he, he's unbelievable. He to me, he's the best. He is the best defensive player in this draft. Okay, so now, Sean, you are on the clock with the Arizona Cardinals at pick number three. Obviously, this is a pick. Now, this could be a potential trade down scenario in real life because considering I, that Will Anderson is off the board. But if this were scenario would happen, what would you take at pick three? Well, firstly, I'll say that if this scenario played out like this, teams will be juicing to come up and, and, and bump over Indianapolis yep. to, to get this pick. Hands down. That's Hands down. If I'm, the, Arizona, if I'm Arizona, I have to I have to at least entertain those those calls, especially if you're getting a King's ransom. Absolutely. But in this situation, given that this is not happening, I am taking Tyree Wilson – from Texas Tech, nice. I think I think he is he is the next best uh, uh, edge rusher in this draft. I, I think he fits very well with what they need, and I don't think they need any distractions in in Arizona. I would have taken Jalen Carter, but I can't in this scenario. No, we all feel the issues. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. I, I agree with that pick. I think if that, I think maybe not pick three. Like I think in the, obviously in this scenario, that's probably where they go with the pick. Especially if they trade down, that's probably who they are going to end up trying to take. But yeah, Wilson probably is the second best pass rusher behind Will Anderson in this draft, and I think he's going to be, he could be a really special talent if he's able to develop for Arizona. Yeah, no, that's fair. Hundred percent. I probably, would, I mean, personally, I would have considered maybe Nolan Smith. I really like that kid, man. His intangibles are unbelievable. Yeah, no, that's, he's a freak. Yeah. I don't think you lose out taking any of these three guys. I think no, the three no. of them 
I think the, the, the three of them, it, it's 1A, 1B, 1C. You're not going to yeah. lose out no matter no, who agreed. you take there. So, you know. Now, the next pick, I kind of think I, I think I know where he's going to go with this. Um, it's going to be Grayson with the Colts. Now, yeah. in this scenario, they have their pick at quarterback. There's all three quarterbacks there, and Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and C.J. Stroud. I mean, I'm if I'm Indy, I'm taking Stroud here. Uh, he is not – I think you have to look past this testing and look at what he's done. He's been a quality quarterback. He showed up in that in that Georgia game and yeah. looked unbelievable. Honestly, he he played his heart out. He's played in big games. The only game where I said he probably had his worst game would be that Northwestern game this season. And the win and the conditions Michigan were at the Michigan game. He played bad, but he didn't play awful. No, like, he played them out of the game. Eh, he did. I don't know. The, the, the biggest critique Shroud has had, and you know, he picks it the intelligence. Ten, it's Ivan. It, well, it's that, and he has not really created plays out of the pocket. Yeah. And he did that in the Georgia game to his credit. So if he continues to do that, he'll be solid. But th- like I said, if this scenario were to happen, I'm not sure where the Colts would go with it because they've been linked to Levis for a long time. I wouldn't be surprised if Levis would be the second quarterback taken. I just don't but I wouldn't Levis be surprised if Shroud was taken. I, I think I think Levis should be the pick. To me, he is the best quarterback in this draft. He is the most pro-ready quarterback in this draft. And I know Grayson's going to tell me that he had it. He sucked this year. He was terrible. Listen, he was, oh, he was awful. He was, playing, he was playing behind a subpar offensive line. The His ugly, best yeah. offensive weapon was on the injured reserve list with the Giants. It, it was a stacked deck against him. He couldn't do the things that he needed to do. Uh, to play his game. He wasn't able to run. He wasn't able to really throw the ball. The kid has when, – when, if, if you put him behind a solid offensive line, you give him weapons, the kid, is, the kid is golden. He's got a cannon for an arm. He can make any throw on the field, tight windows, all the stuff. So he's Jay Cutler. The, the kid to me – the kid to – no, no. He's better than Jay Cutler. I just and wanted yes, to do that to piss And off. yes, I will I – will, I, will, I still stand by this. Miami made the right signing. They signed a guy that could make the throw from anywhere on the planet. And Will Levis is the same way. In that, in that, in that area, the both of them both have rocket arms. Oh, so what, he's going to be Jay Cutler 2.0? No, he's not. He's going to turn out better than Jay Cutler. Uh, you and, better and hope so. Me, all right, all right. To me, this this goes Go back to what Mel Kiper Jr. said in 1994, and it still rings true today. The Colts consistently pick here because they don't know what they're doing. They don't draft a quarterback. They want to they want to rely on all of these old, uh, uh, you know, all these old players, all these reruns and everything else. You know, they could have drafted a quarterback four times over. Since That's Andrew true. Luck retired, That's and they passed every time, true because oh, J- Jacoby Brissett is going to be good. This guy is going to be good. That guy is going to be good. Hey, if you put Sean in in Madden, I'll be good too. But you know, come on, they need to make this pick right, and and to be honest, it, it should be Will Levis. He, uh, as I said, he's the best quarterback in this draft. Well, he was third for me. I thought there was a little bit more of a gap between him and Stroud. That's just a personal thing. But Levis is definitely the third best quarterback for sure. 
I, I, well, I totally disagree. Being that as a man, we're we're uh, eating into Andrew Johnson's time as it's he's okay. on I've the clock. I've had my pick okay. for weeks. And Nick, I've told you who the Seahawks should draft. Oh, you're going to do it, aren't you? And oh, I'm going to do no. it. It makes so much sense. The spiritual success of the Geno Don't Smith. Do it. Both Florida boys. Big oh, quarterbacks no. that can run and throw the football. Oh, Give my. me Anthony Richardson to Seattle. Oh, it makes so much sense. A awful pick. It is oh, not because Geno Smith is an pick. old man and he can learn underneath a Pro Bowl quarterback and one of the best coaches in history, Pete Carroll. He could wow. sit there, learn the system for year two, big physical quarterback that will play seamlessly in that system. I don't hate I 100% agree with Johnson here. I don't hate the pick yeah, at all. Uh, he is. I, I had Anthony Richardson going later to the Seahawks in, in, my, in my one and only mock draft of the year. I think it's a perfect fit for all the reasons Johnson said. The kid is not ready to play uh, day one, but you sit him behind, like he said, you sit him behind Geno and 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 Pete Carroll, great coach for him to, to, to go into. It was the right Carroll's position. Gonna coach. How much do you think Geno Smith's going to play football for? Uh, Pete Carroll fair. will be there for the next two seasons. That's all you need. You just need the next two years. Uh, That's all it. he needs to do. All the kid needs to do is develop. Pete Carroll be there for two years. I just, I'm not sold on him as a quarterback. Well, that's why you develop him for two years. Like, I'm not even saying in that scenario. I'm just saying in general. Like, I don't even think he's top 10 potential. He's like mid first. He's going to go in the top 10. He's going top he's 10. Going in the he's top going in the top 10. It's disgusting. If this scenario plays out, someone will trade up and try to get him. Yeah. And you know what? You know what this is going to end up being like? This is going to be like Sam Darnold 2.0. Hey, you were no, high on uh, Sam no, Darnold. No, no, I don't want to no, hear that. No. No, absolutely he not. Has no, you this have no right to, to, no, you have no right to crap Darnold, on Sam Darnold. That's probably going to end up being a better quarterback. You have no right to crap on Sam Darnold. You were on it from day one. I said I absolutely not. Yeah, he's, I still and where, and where is he? A third string. And you know what? Third string. The Jets fucked that kid up. I don't care. Third string. The Jets fucked that kid Yeah, up. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about Josh Rosen, too. <laughs> Josh no, Rosen kid, never even got a shot. He, he did get a bad rub. Well, that's, because, that's because Josh Rosen stinks. <laughs> oh, no, that's how. Yeah, he, he does. He does. He's, <laughs> he's moved. He's, he's had more than enough opportunities to develop, and he's blown every time. That's fair. So I'm, I'm, I'm done hearing about Josh Rosen. Well, I was his biggest supporter. Well, Jonathan, you're on the clock again with pick number six with the so, Detroit Lions. This pick so was originally the Rams pick, and it was obviously involved with the Matt Stafford I, deal. I am conflicted because there are two guys on both sides of the ball, which I am not sure of. I think I this know guy, where. You, yeah, I think I know where you're stuck, stuck between. I think this guy has fallen too too far already. I think you take Jalen Carter here. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely. Good. I, I think, agree I think with you take that. Jalen Carter. I, I think if I Carter's off the board, they go corner. But because he's still here, I think you have no choice but to take him. He I, helps that Lions yeah, so fair. much. Yeah, the, the, the Lions that's defense fair, is a big reason why they were struggling last season. They need to fix it. I, I think that's the right pick. Next pick is the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm on the clock. This would have been a quarterback spot for me, but now the rumor is they're not going to be going quarterback with this pick, and it's going to be defensive back potentially. So... With that being said, it's really going to come down to which corner do I think is best between Devin Witherspoon and Christian Gonzalez. 
I'm gonna just take Devin Witherspoon. I don't. I don't think you could really necessarily go oh, wrong with either one point. of those guys. I just think at the end of the day, the Raiders just need to fix that defense, and I think he'll. You can't. Like I said, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. This is really no preference of me picking between the two. I just think it's maybe best player available, and I think a lot of people have Witherspoon just slightly ahead of Gonzalez in their mods. Uh, I think Will Will, will, uh, uh, will. Uh, uh, Devin Witherspoon. Uh, yeah, I am. I am. I am. <laughs> I got, uh, yeah, let me tell you, if I was a Colts fan, I would love this right now. But anyway, um, yeah, Devin Witherspoon to me, he is the best. He, he he's the best corner in the draft. I think you got to go there, and I don't think that. I don't think. Uh, McDaniels can afford to make the same mistake he made with Tebow with um, Luckily, Denver Broncos. You can't take yeah. a kid. You can't take a kid who's going to be a project because he'll be fired all over again. And all well, likelihood, he's he back be coaching with Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> Soon enough, baby. Soon enough. Well, Sean, you are now on the clock with the Atlanta Falcons at pick number eight. Was that my pick? Yeah, it's your pick. Yes. Nolan Smith, Nolan yeah, Smith, I love that the pick. Georgia Nolan kid. Smith, huh? and 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 uh, the kid, the kid, they need to go defense, and and their defensive problems have gone all the way back to the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl chokes. Yeah, yep, hands down. They they, I mean, their defense wasn't terrible, but yeah, it's pretty bad. They need they need big defensive help, and they've not put premium on that for. Obvious reasons at the time. They had Matty Ice. They're trying to win a Super Bowl. You got to get the kid as much weapons as you get. I get it. But they paid almost no attention to the defense. And that that is why I believe they choked that game. You can say about what's name making play calls. And I'm sure that, that factored into it. But if they had a defense, it wouldn't have mattered. So I'm going Nolan Smith. Okay. Fair. I'm on the clock now with the Chicago Bears. This was originally the Carolina Panthers pick up until mm-hmm. they traded for number one. Uh, the Bears just need to protect Justin Fields. I mean, that is realistically what they need to do right now. They need to get themselves an offensive tackle. So really, it's between Peter Skaronsky and maybe Paris Johnson Jr. I'm going to lead towards Skaronsky with this pick. I think out of all the tackles, he's probably the best one on paper. So to help Justin Fields, you know, development and keep him going, I think they have to go offensive line here, and I think Skaronsky should be their pick. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. Honestly. He can play. He can play all five offensive line positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great pick. I like. I like to hear that. <laughs> all right, Grayson, you're on the clock now with the Philadelphia Eagles at pick ten. This was originally the New Orleans Saints pick, but was involved in the Chris Olave trade up from last season. I'm Whoa. in between. I'm in between two people right now. I'm in between. You know, we're going to go Brian Branch. Brian Branch, okay. Wow. Wow. They lost a lot in the secondary, man. Like, I just don't trust. Like, I think that's a safe pick to where a safety is going to be able to stabilize it back there. They have a good defense. Like, I would – all their needs are just – I think safety is what is a priority for them going into this draft. Okay. And I don't like that pick there. I oh, think he, I, 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 my other pick was Miles Murphy. I was I was flip flopping between the two. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I don't like either of those picks there because I who, think I, I, I think you could there? get this later. I would have went I would have went with either Darnell Wright or Paris Johnson Jr. You need to get another offensive lineman in there. 
Lane Johnson is getting up there afford, in age. I, I don't think you can afford to wait because I don't see after I don't see any offensive lineman falling past Tampa Bay. That that's definitely fair. We'll have to see how the, how the rest and, of the spot and, goes. And you, you know get, what? I, you know, well, I, I just they still have at least people there that have have a plenty of NFL experience. Like, I think that's the least of their priority right now. They were just in a, like they were just right there. Like they had a shot. You gotta reload. And I, I think a position that they're now lacking in is safety. That that's where it comes it down to. No, they lost charge the Gardner Johnson. It makes sense. Yeah. Sean, you are now on the clock with pick number eleven, the Tennessee Titans. I know I would well, here. I'm I think I know where he's going with to it. Say it's seeing seeing how this all has unfolded. I, I'm not saying that that Ryan Tannehill needs to be the future. He's obviously not. I think they need to go offensive line here, and I see them taking Paris Johnson Jr. That is not where I thought you were going. That's with the not pick. where I yeah, thought. I, I thought you were going to go somewhere else. I definitely thought Will Levis was the pick there. He would have been the pick there, but. Ty and Tap have looked at that quarterback because it looks like they are already done with Malik Wallace. I can't see him going there only because I know it would be the pick. I would have pulled the trigger there, but I Mike Vrabel needs to go with a safe pick. That's fair. And I think no, that's definitely Jr. fair. Is the safe pick. Well, this is an interesting wrinkle now for me at pick 12 with the Texans once again. I took Will Anderson number two. So I didn't go quarterback then. And honestly, with Levis here on the board, I don't see why they wouldn't just take him at pick number 12. Yeah. You you could have gotten him at two. He's now fallen to you here at pick number 12. They get their quarterback. They don't even have to wait till next season. I think this is a perfect fit for him. Yeah, I mean, plus, let's be honest. If Levis was still sitting here, they probably would. He would. He won't be up. sitting here. Obviously. Yeah, there will be a trade. Not, up I mean, now. on trade scenario, he wouldn't be sitting here. He, he'd yeah. be sitting here. But obviously, if there's trades, we we were doing in this. Absolutely, yeah. he's gone by now. Imagine if the Texans walk away with uh, Will Levis and Anderson on draft night. If that oh, would, that's sick. It'd be a home oh, run. That'd be ridiculous. It'd be a home that's run. That's a sick draft. That's a sick draft. The next pick now is going to be the Green Bay Packers as Grayson. <sighs> All right. I'm going Jackson Smith and Jabba here. And Jigba, but and Jigba, and Jigba. I don't give a shit. He went to Ohio State. Fuck him. But oh, that's not nice. <laughs> they need to help the rec- they they need a receiver. Out, uh, they've rolled out more than plenty of wide receivers. I don't want to hear that, that Ohio oh, State no. sucks for that. I'm not saying no. You're just saying the university. Is that saying? You're just saying the university. They're wide receiver. No, I agree. It's not even close. That's like, fine, but they're a wide receiver. You hands down. a thousand percent. Yeah, that's which fair. is why you. He's the first receiver off the board. Absolutely. I think everyone he's, agrees that he is going to be number one receiver wise. He's just an overall great talent at receiver. Yeah, he's got great hands. His route running's clean. He's explosive. Give Jordan Love a new, a new target. And to you, throw that's to. exactly why I think they go receiver there because you have Jordan Love. You have to give him weapons. They've had nothing. They had nothing last year. Oh, they had they had the what? um the stretch. Al Lazard. 
No, um, oh, Christian, Watson. Christian Watson had some good stretch down the season. Uh, Romeo, I, I can't, I can't remember if it's Dobbs or uh, Dubes. Or Dubes, is it Dubes? I, I don't I know. I think it's Dobbs. I feel like it's Dobbs. I don't know. Either way, I they, think it's Dobbs. You could develop him still to be something, and then if you were able to get a guy like Jackson Smith and Jigba, that would help Jordan Love a lot. No, hundred percent. I think it's. I feel like they don't have another option, honestly. It, it depends uh, on what receiver they like, but they, might, they there's rumors they might go offensive tackle with that pick. But the way the board has gone for them in this mock, there's not really it's really a big drop off from Paris Johnson Jr. to the next offensive tackle. Yeah. Now Johnson. No, I agree. Go, go ahead, John. Yeah, I was just saying, Sean. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. I was just saying I, I agree with that assessment. Okay. Johnson, you are now on the clock with your team, the New England Patriots, at pick number fourteen. Wow, uh, I know where you're going. This. Perfect. Yeah, Do I've it. spoken about this a lot. Do it. And you... we let Damian Harris walk. <laughs> we got Ramondre Stevenson. Yep. He's a great, you know, right, power back. He just, you know, but we need a star running back. And I'm picking Bijan Robinson here. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> Imagine Bijan Robinson in the Belichick system. I mean, let's be real. No real running backs have ever shined in the system because let's be it's running back by committee. But I feel like Bijan can buck that trend. That's exactly why I don't think they'll take him. That's exactly why I don't think they'll take him. I think I think previous to that, I think Corey Dillon has been the best running back. And that was an aging Corey Dillon was the best running back that that Bill Belichick has ever had. Maroney, you know. No, no. Corey Dill <laughs> is the best running back that he's had in his What system. about um and that was like I said, that was an aging Corey Dill. Jonas Gray? Yeah, no, but not talking about no. the doghouse here. Let's hmm. uh Yeah, no, on. they all stink. They all stink. How That's dare true. you disrespect LeGarrette Blunt like that? I'm gonna go to move on to the next pick, and that is the New York Jets at pick number fifteen. They need offensive line help because you know Makai Beckton the last couple of years has just not been healthy enough. They've been looking for tackles. I think they have to go tackle with this pick. It really comes down to who do I think at the end of the day is the best tackle on the board. I'm just going to take Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. I think they just need someone to play, you know, and just figure out who can help if, God forbid, someone gets hurt. They also have aging vets at the tackle position. They just need to get younger there. And if Beckton can stay healthy and they get right, they're able to build the future for Aaron Rodgers, at least for the next two seasons. I don't hate that pick. I was between him and Broderick Jones there. Yeah, that's, I was going to say the same thing. I don't I don't hate either one of those guys. I think it's kind of just a toss-up between the two of them. Next pick now is the yeah, Washington right. Commanders, Grayson. I'm taking Christian Gonzalez here. Okay. I, I think he's dropped too far, yeah. honestly. Um, He's been a pretty solid corner, even though I personally do not trust. Yeah, he plays the Pac-12. Exactly. Like I, it's tough to trust anybody out of the Pac-12, but he's a very solid corner. They do need corner. They gotta get younger there. The, just think when you have an opportunity to take a guy that, from what I've seen, has been relatively a top ten pick at sixteen. It's it's a no brainer. It's a best available situation for me there. Next, one hundred percent. Next pick is. Johnson with the Pittsburgh Steelers at 17. You know, um, I'm a little upset because uh, the guy had kind of slated here 
went in the last two picks. I was going to take Darnell right here. Um, There's one guy I know I feel like the Steelers would do it in a heartbeat, and it's just because of someone. Absolutely. Sean knows where I'm going with this. No, 100%. So I, I, had him going, I had him going to Washington, but... Go ahead, Johnson. Like this is like I really want to take an offensive tackle, but like there's kind of like do you really think the um like is there that much of a drop off between him and Broderick Jones? Uh, not much. I, it's I, not I, much. I don't think I don't think there's there's all that much of a drop off. I don't either. Yeah. I'm gonna take Broderick Jones in this situation then. Okay. We need a tackle. Okay. Now I think where Shaw and I were going with this would be Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, I I thought about that. Yeah, I'd have taken I'd have taken kid, Joey like, Porter Jr. Just I don't know if they actually need a corner though. They like, do. They do. Eh. They, they lost a couple corner. They lost a couple corners. I think in the off season, and his dad obviously played with the Steelers. And I feel like that would just would fit. Yeah, I feel like that. that I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, but we'll see. Sean now is on the clock with the Detroit Lions. Their second pick of the first round, pick number eighteen. Mm. This this is this is stung a lot because there's too many friggin' wrinkles. We went here. they went with but, Jalen Carter with the first pick. Man, this hurts. Can 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 you come back to me? No, I'm only playing. Imagine you pull a miss on the Vikings. I, you just you just forget the pick. I was about to say, can I just skip the pick? Um, I can tell you some of the needs they have. Other than defensive interior, if you want, I think I, I think it did. It, did I write down the need? Yeah, Any wide receiver needs. now, obviously, uh, especially. After I think the I, I stuff. think if this, if if everything plays out the way it plays here, I go Lucas Van Ness. Okay. Uh, I know they don't need edge; they need more of a defensive tackle. But I think I think the kid is versatile enough that you could slide him in, kind of like um, a Justin Tuck. And I think he could play both positions if needed. He's not an every down interior defensive lineman, but if you run, um, you know, a NASCAR package or whatever you want to call it, I I, I could see this. So they go Jalen real, Carter and Lucas Yeah. Okay. Oh God. Then we got Grayson on the clock. Pick number nineteen, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hmm. Could this be a quarterback? I'm in a very tough situation here. I want to go interior offensive line. Oh, I, just, I, I so think I'm going. No, I'm, no, no. I just realized. I'm going John I'm Michael my... Schmitz. John Michael Schmitz, okay. The oh. center from Ooh. Minnesota. I, I, I think that's a. I just think overall it's interior offensive line. He's a center. It's the. It's one of your most important parts on your offense, in my opinion. He controls that that line. He's intelligent. He played at Minnesota. He was a pre. He, he was pretty solid there, from what I remember watching. Uh, just think, you gotta go interior line here. All right. Pick number twenty is the Seattle Seahawks, and that will be Sean on the clock. Uh, if this plays out here, I, I just realized what I messed up. Just realized what I messed up. But if this plays out here and he doesn't fall past Detroit in this situation, it's Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. They they need to replace 
uh, who was it, Shaquille Griffin or whatever that guy was? The, was yeah. that the one with the with the mess with the club for? Him? No, 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 no. You think of you think you have Shaquem, his brother? You were you were right with Shaquille. Yeah, whatever. Whatever they need, they need to replace him. They He's, need someone. I, I think. They need someone alongside um, uh, Tariq Woolen. So yeah, yes, I, I would have loved for him to fall to the New York Giants, but. Um, I I don't think he's gonna fall to the Giants anyway. I don't think so either. I, I think I think he's he's either going Washington, Pittsburgh. I just realized my mistake. Detroit could be in there, and um, I don't see him going past Seattle. So I'm going Joey Porter Jr. Okay. I am now on the clock with the Los Angeles Chargers. It's a tough pick because Joey Porter Jr. If he was there, that would have been an automatic snag for me for him. They could go Deontay Banks because they need a corner, but they also need a wide receiver. They need a slot receiver for this team with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. And I've heard a lot of rumors that they love Zay Flowers. I'm just going to take Zay Flowers. I think that's where they go with this pick. People think Zay Flowers is going to be the second receiver off the board, maybe even the first receiver off the board. They could go tight end too. Yeah, that's a strong possibility. But I think this is a good tight end class where they could just wait another round and get one there. Um People love Zay Flowers. They like what he brings to the table. I think that's where the Chargers go with that pick. All right. Um, Johnson, so now on the clock. I'm on the clock. Yeah, I'm on the clock here. So, from what I've read, for the Ravens, they run the ball probably 65% of the time. Yep. So, they're not going to get that big name wide receiver free agent because no one's willingly going to go there. Well, they got Odell. They got Odell. Well, he's washed. That's besides the point. Okay, okay. The, the disrespect. I mean, he is. I. Are you disagreeing? They have a couple no. of needs. Listen, they need wide receiver, defensive edge, corner, may, uh, maybe some offensive line help. Yeah, so I'm going to go uh, Quentin Johnson here. Okay. I think well, they, I need, they need more help at wide receiver. Um, you're not going to have old man Odell do everything for you. Uh, you have Mark Andrews, but he's a tight end, and... Uh, it's really just kind of it would kind of just be old Dell by himself out there. So um, maybe they'll make Lamar throw the ball more if they get good wide receivers. Maybe, maybe. Pick number twenty three is Grayson with the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to take Jordan Aaron, uh, Addison here. Okay, I see we're all just panic. Wide receiver run. No, one hundred percent. Well, they need a receiver. Keep in mind, they, they, lost, Adam, they lost Adam Thielen in the offseason. They yeah, let him go. They, they need a number two. And not and even KJ Osborne. Definitely not. And Jordan Addison's a solid receiver. He is. Sky uh, I'm not saying he's 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 not not solid. I just think that... Where would you have went with that pick, though? <laughs> I'd have taken Hendon Hooker. I, see, see, I, I would have taken... I'd have taken, taken Hendon Hooker. Because I, I think number one, you need to replace, and you can't wait. You need to replace Captain Kirk. You can't wait. And this and this draft with wide receiver is extremely deep. I think no, they would have went Deontay Banks. That's fair. The way the, court, just, the corner list is going right now. Remember, they lost that, Patrick Pierce in the offseason. That's true too. But you know what? At corner end, is another intriguing spot. I, I just felt like they're if they keep Kirk, they just want they're want to keep adding weapons in the end. So well, they got to add a weapon out of the way. So yeah. yeah. And yeah, you could have waited, but I mean, Addison had not been for Jackson Smith, he probably is the number one receiver in this class. Okay, like that's fair. That's fair. Sean, if you could 
Yeah, no worries. Go ahead. If you could grab a top end receiver at twenty three, I mean, <laughs> it's hard not to. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Well, Sean, the spotlight is on that's... you for the next three picks because you have the Jaguars, oh, the Giants, and brother. the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the fact that I got the Cowgirls, but I think that's yeah. the, based off the way that this has actually <laughs> fallen down, uh, that's actually the easiest of the three picks. I think so, yeah. Um, but seeing seeing where we are now, I did have Jacksonville – taking a corner here, and I still have them taking a corner here, just not the corner I had now. Seeing how he fell, I see them taking Deontay Banks here. Damn I don't man. I don't see him going past. Yeah, I was um, hoping to go to the Giants. I, don't, I can't see him going past. He won't be there um, for the Giants again anyway. I, I, don't see, I don't see him being here for Jacksonville either. Which, I don't either. Which, which means – my next pick for the Giants, and I think you know where I'm going with this, but he won't be there either based off of how this falls out. But for Jacksonville oh, right okay, now, I know where you're going, yeah. if, if this falls out, uh, Deontay Banks is the picks here. Okay. Then the Giants at 25. Um, uh, Johnson kind of screwed me here because I had the Giants taking Zay Flowers. I took Zay Flowers. That, I, was, I that, think was that's, that was made. That was not him. Oh, you, whatever, whoever it was. I'm, I'm getting confused here. It's hot. I can't have a fan on. I'm really, I'm really bugging out. We're almost done. We're almost there. It's a good thing I'm bald because if I was, because if I was Mel Kiper (laughs) Jr., my hair would be everywhere right now. But uh, anyway, seeing how this is all falling down, uh, Emmanuel Forbes, I don't think they could pass him. I don't think they could pass him. I've been picking him a lot of my mocks, so I, I agree with that. Uh, hold on. And I, I, I still can't believe – how did you get me the cowgirls? I, it just I, happened. Like, ugh, it just happened. Ugh, I don't know what to terrible. tell you. Terrible. Oh, my God. I, it, the cowgirls are terrible. They're a horrible team. Ugh. America's team? What kind of team comes out and claims America as their own? Give me a break. That's nonsense. <laughs> I, I like um, the ambition. But, but in this I, – I, no, no, I don't admire that. Screw them. I hate the Cowboys. Um, you gotta be impartial with this pick. Well, for right here, I think, I think the pick is Michael Mayer. He is. I hate that pick too. He it's is basically Jason Witten. Uh, he gives me Jason Witten flashes, that, that's and not I hate good. to say that because Jason Witten killed the Giants yeah. for years. But I I can't see them passing up that value. It's either him uh, or Kincaid. Uh, Dak, yeah. I, I know Dak is – I don't like Dak, but he needs a safety valve. And Michael Mayer is a safety valve. I could have taken him with the Giants, but I think uh, that Emmanuel not as... Forbes, the corner is a bigger need than a tight end. Yeah. Bellinger was good up until he got hurt last year. And that's why I can say that I don't think the Giants need to jump out and take a tight end. Like I said earlier in the draft, this, this as it all plays out, this is, you know, th- there's multiple guys I could see falling. I could see a scenario where they take Brian Branch yeah, if he falls to the Giants. I, I, I wouldn't hate that because I was, I was pissed that they lost Julian Love this year. I thought that was that was the biggest loss of the offseason for the Giants. Yeah. The kid plays both what the kid plays both corner and it, the kid plays the entire defensive backfield. And yeah. I think Brian uh Branch is that same kind of player and I don't want to see that with the Philadelphia Eagles. I had enough of uh 
<laughs> who's the rules guy? What, what What's his name? That safety? Whatever the hell his name was. The I hated that guy. I tried to the, the guy that does all the... The guy that does all the punishment in the NFL. What the hell Brian is Brian Dawkins? No. Brian Dawkins. I hated that guy. Oh, that's where you work all the years. No. Oh. No, I'm saying. Well, he said Eagles. No, they, that's they, who clicked in my head. I'm right. sorry. We're, we're going to go. The Eagles. The, the, the Grayson took him with the Eagles. It's killing me here. But uh, anyway, back to the to the, to Dallas here. Uh, Michael Mayer, this is this is the pick. Okay. It's it makes 100% sense. Okay. Grayson, you are now on the clock now with the oh, Buffalo Bills. God, here comes another one of these decisions. I think I know where they would go at this rate. It's kind of an easy pick for me if I was on the board with them. Um, I'm probably going Jameer Gibbs here. I wanted to go Keely Ringo, but I just think it's too early for him to so go on Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Okay. Finish out that offense. Just be able to actually dominate games. You don't have to rely then so much on Josh Allen being able to run the ball for you and then throw on top of it. Okay. Let let the man take a breath and be able to dominate games instead of like forcing him to be your whole entire offense. Okay. Johnson now on the clock with the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, so I'm going to make this short and sweet. I was going to go pick uh, Michael Mayer, but I'll take the other tight end, Dalton Kincaid. Okay. Yep. I don't think that's, that's no, a great pick. That. I, that I, that I mean, they need, a, they need a tight end. That's yep. what they're missing right now. The New Orleans Saints now at pick number 29. That is Grayson. <sighs> what do I want to take here? I, I'm going to go Osiris. Torrance. I don't know. He's, don't know he's probably the best guard available. A lot of uh, emphasis on that, but sure. He's uh, the best guard available uh, in this draft. I don't. Uh, I, I don't disagree that he's the best guard. I just don't see it at that pick. Look, based off of what what's available right now, I don't. I don't see. Uh, I. I think. I think personally, Kalaja Kansi or Brian Brees makes a hell of a lot more sense at that point. That's definitely fair. I just well, I sense them wanting to build an offensive line. Johnson could be going with that in the next pick with the Philadelphia Eagles at pick number thirty. Oh, I'm not giving them offensive line. They need defense. Give me no, it's defense. Yeah, they're defense players. Kalaja yeah, Kansi. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, can you give me Miles Murphy? Miles Murphy. Okay. Is either him or Will McDonald the fourth? It was one of those two, but Miles Murphy, the defensive end from Clemson. Clemson. Okay. And then I have the final pick of the draft. That is the Kansas City Chiefs. And honestly, Kalaja Kansi is still here. I don't think he's not going to be here. He's going to. I think he could go. No, in he's going. He'll get. I thought he was going to trade up. Truthfully, for. I thought. Listen, the way the board has got. If I, if the way I saw Kalaja Kansi going, I could have seen him going to nineteen at Tampa. To you know, pair him up with Vita Vea. I could have seen him just, going to the Vikings. You know, they need defensive interior so help. So basically, all my picks. Got it. Not saying all your picks. I'm just saying <laughs> the teams that need defensive interior. Like if the Lions don't take Jalen Carter at five, eighteen's a perfect spot for him there. He'd be great there. If the the Eagles, there's a possibility they could take him at pick number ten. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Mm-hmm. But 
with him falling this far in the board, the the Chiefs we know that they have a good offensive you know unit. Obviously, they could go another receiver here and try to add. Obviously, they lost Juju Smith in the offseason. I feel like they could find that in the later rounds, like they've done in years past. And I just think that Kalaja Kansi at that pick would just make so much sense for them. No, I agreed. Definitely agreed. makes sense. So, wrapping up, who do you think, from based on our mark draft, had the biggest uh, night? For me, it's the Texans. Oh, 100%. No, it's got to be the Texans. Texans won. Oh, I, I, Texans won. I'll, this happens hey, in real life. They're, you they're hear, you hear this, draft. folks? They're exactly. liking my picks. <laughs> they're liking well, my picks. I mean, how can you not? It, they took the, the best edge rusher. And, and I and got a quarterback, quarterback that fell, yeah. A top that, quarterback, a top I, three quarterback. I think they got the two top players at their position in this draft. I'll be here. Hey, listen, NFL. If you need it, if you need someone to help you, I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm. My phone's always ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, I started the domino effect with Will Anderson, and that's how the draft went. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, that kind of screwed me. I'm not gonna lie that that whole scenario screwed me up. I, Johnson can tell you. I, I can tell you right now. I said this for I mis- months. I misread the. I misread my board. That that was my problem. I misread everything. It happens. Listen, the NFL draft is not easy for a lot of people, especially the GS. Someone gets taken, then it screws up your entire draft board, and then you have to go to your next best available player. It yep. happens. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, and and yeah, I'm gonna call you out on this, Grayson. John yeah. Michael Smith's where you took him was the worst pick of his draft. I look at no looking back Hands at down. I, yeah, no, I that, love that was a that was a big reach. Don't get me wrong, but that that was the worst pick of this. He draft. could go to the Giants at twenty five, possibly, but yeah, I don't I don't know about nineteen. It was definitely a little bit of a reach. I just didn't really feel anywhere else that like I was comfortable with going. I would have rather just. I, I think they take Haddon Hooker. That's play available. I think they take Hunter Hooker at that Come on, point. You don't, you don't trust Kyle Trask? They don't even – if they had trusted Kyle Trask, they wouldn't sign Baker Mayfield. I just don't uh, see I'm them. Not gonna I'd lie. rather wait a year and take a quarterback. In this in this situation, I see Tampa Bay trading up. If this plays out the yeah. way it does, I see them trading up, leapfrogging Houston to grab Will Levis. Hey, Houston, Houston won't buy. They have a bunch of draft picks from the Browns trade. They could get a lot more, too, if they would do that. And just say, yeah. you know what? Screw it. We're going to play yeah. for Drake May and Caleb Williams next year. Yeah. That's a 100% possible. Yeah. But overall, I think this is going to be a great draft. There's a lot of unpredictability when it comes down to this draft. Thursday will be a wild night. We know who is going to be taken at number one regarding the position-wise. But after that, we have no idea what's going to happen. It's going to be a wild, chaotic night for round one of the NFL draft. It should be a fun one. We would like to thank Sean Mulligan for once again being on the show here as our very own Mel Kuyper Jr., recapping uh, and, you know, discussing our picks. I'm very happy to be here. I'm happy to come back whenever you guys want me back. Yeah. If that's on Monday or – It could be next week. Yeah, we're we're definitely going to be recapping the draft. So that's a possibility. You know, whatever. If if you're on, I'd love to be on with you. Yeah, sure. And and rip apart Grayson some more because that I I love doing that. It's like my favorite pastime. <laughs> I think you and everybody. You else. know you love me. Uh, well, I say this all the time. I say this. I've said this to, to to the football players I coached. I said this. I say this to my patients all the time. If oh, if God. I don't say anything to you, I don't like you. <laughs> I know. That's so, true. There we go. You, you know. 
the fact yeah. I just got compared I mean, to one of your patients. Unfortunately, is... unfortunately, he likes that school from uh, you know the state that that shall not be named. I'm yeah, sorry, you, I you told you, you, nobody's there. nobody's perfect. You named nobody's it perfect. There's no Florida. There's no Florida going to get going I'm away sorry, from I decided to go there. What do you want from me, man? Go there. I enjoyed uh, my I time. Wanted you, I wanted you to go. I wanted you to go to a normal school. I, didn't want I went you to, to, go to a it school. was a completely normal school. <laughs> the, you know, normal for who? Oh, oh, <laughs> unbelievable! Hey, you know what? Hey, you opened you opened yourself up to it. Not my fault. Yeah, yeah, it is your fault. You had no. a choice, and you chose wrong. No, I mean. It's yeah, not my I mean, fault, nothing. man. You, you chose right there. It is. You could have yeah. went anywhere else, and you chose to go to that place, that godforsaken place. Oh, sorry, I tell you. All right, well, be that as it may, I think this is a perfect way to wrap up the show. We want to get thanks, Sean Mulligan, for coming on, and we would definitely love like to have you back on for future NFL episodes, maybe even an all-time Thank NFL you. draft. We're definitely trying to plan that I at would, some point, I, I would maybe during love, the training camp. I would love to get in on that. Yeah, we'll definitely try to keep you posted. We'll definitely keep you, the listeners at home, posted on what we'll be doing next. Looks like next week will probably be an NBA first-round recap and an NFL draft recap, as it will be a very wild week in the world of professional sports. But that is going to do it for the All Gas No Breaks Sports Show. We have conducted our very first-ever All Gas No Breaks mock draft, and we'll have to see how this first round and the rest of the NFL draft plays out as a full would be, it, I should say, it will be a chaotic weekend for the National Football League. Will teams get better? Will they get worse? We'll have to find out. Once again, this is Nicholas Pavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson, racist GPG Marino, and for this week, Sean Mulligan with the All Gas No Break Sports Show. Have a great rest of your weekend. <laughs>